Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic, on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. the Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Network. I got a big show for you for the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Congratulations to so many people right off the top. My man Strong Style Ninja celebrating his honeymoon right now. Big shout-out to you. This is like the only reason... It's okay for you to not be in the chat room right now. And as I discuss, so many ways to see the Fantasy Freestyle, okay? You can catch us live right now on YouTube, on Twitter, on Twitch, on Facebook Live. So many places there. You could always subscribe, rate, review, subscribe to the Stats Overbeat Cypher because your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Excuse me. Helps you win your league and win that cash. I got my boys Danny Otto and JP the Night Owl down there in the fantasy pit of misery on the fourth floor. Dilly dilly to y'all. Here's what we're going to be talking about, okay? With the All-Star game, very, very close. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I got a poll question up, first of all. A lot of buzz right now about Manny Machado. A lot of buzz right now that Manny Machado could be on his way to, is it the Phillies? Is it the Dodgers? Is it the Milwaukee Brewers? I think he's going to wind up in L.A. personally. But here is our poll question. The poll question is, let's say you're playing in an AL-only league, okay, which is very possible, and you have Manny Machado. He's going to evaporate from your player universe in about 24 hours. Do you right now try to make a trade, try to trade 50, 60 cents at the dollar to get something back for Manny Machado right now? It looks like 80, 85% of you say yes. Let me know in the chat room. Let me know at Spittin' Speeds what you think about that. What we're going to do is we're going to continue to go division by division. It's the NFC East we're talking about, so I'm going to give you my diamonds in the rough and my fantasy fugazes when it comes to the NFC East. We're going to talk a little bit more about the All-Star game. I'll give you a preview. Listen, you know speeds. You know I like to put the fun in functional sports content. What we're going to do is, listen, I got a whole new platform of how to change Major League Baseball All-Star weekend and make it a little bit more engaging. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. And then... We put the fun in functional sports content. I mean, come on now, guys, all right? So we're going to do that. As always, I got my man JP, the night owl, down there. I'm going to ask him about a couple of dances that are hot and popping, where they may come from. We're going to do our Trap Game Maestro's rap remix. Got a little Amari Cooper action. And then, listen, I got to ask my man Danny, Danny Otto and his crew at popping off about Comic-Con going on. So we're going to ask about that. We're going to have a little bit of fun. But let's get it started right now with the hard-hitting stuff around the NFL. Listen, last week at this time on Fantasy Freestyle, we were talking about LaShawn McCoy. We were talking about, you know, that case. It's moved a little bit. It seems like there's pieces of that story that the woman is recanting. There's pieces of that story that maybe he was not directly involved. It is moving and shaking a little bit. Uh, We'll see how it goes, right? But one of the things that I thought was interesting, I mentioned that this could open up a spot for a guy like DeMarco Murray. Right, because DeMarco Murray eh, with the Saints, he wanted to uh, not necessarily try out to replace Mark Ingram for the four-game suspension because he was looking for a place where he could be the lead back. And I was like, yo, if this McCoy thing goes down, Buffalo is your answer. But no. Over the weekend, uh, DeMarco Murray decided to announce his retirement from the NFL. So he is not going to be filling a role in Buffalo or anywhere else. And that really limits the options for any team. Not only this LaShawn McCoy thing in Buffalo, but any team. Any team that sustains an injury in training camp or anything like that. We're talking about guys like Shane Vereen, Orleans Darkwa, Eddie Lacy that are left out there. Okay, So that's not what you want to deal with. But the important part to note is that DeMarco Murray, off the board, as a potential emergency call-in for NFL teams, okay? You'll keep it locked. 
for this idea of how the uh, Shady McCoy story continues to evolve. But what I want to do is I'm going to talk about this NFC East. I'm going to give you my diamonds and my fugazis, the guys you need to forget about. We're also going to look at the over-under, the season win totals for every team, because, listen, there's plenty of ways to throw a couple shekels and make a little bit of extra cash. You know what I'm saying? I was doing it on the World Cup, uh, Belgium, uh, Croatia. Yeah, that's right. I also had France 5-1. to one. We hedged our bet a little bit and came out ahead. We'll talk about that. What about this NFC East? Let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? The defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. Season win total for them is 10-and-a-half. I'll tell you how I do that in a hot second, but let me give you my diamond in the rough for the Philadelphia Eagles, and it's Mike Wallace. I like Mike Wallace, guys. I think Mike Wallace has the ability to be this downfield threat, basically like what Torrey Smith was supposed to be for this team, this nine-route guy, this stretch-the-defense kind of guy. I think Mike Wallace has a little bit more left in the tank in order to do that. I think he's going to play a good role for this team. I can see Mike Wallace returning value. I can see Mike Wallace even being uh, a little bit more productive than Nelson Aguilar in that wide receiver group, okay? Definitively, he will be beneath Alshon Jeffrey, beneath tight end Zach Ertz as well. But don't sleep. I think it could be a little bit of a diamond in the rough for Mike Wallace. On the flip side, Mike Fugazi. And it's relatively speaking, okay, because I like this guy. It's Zach Ertz. It's Zach it Ertz when IP, and here's why. He had eight touchdowns last year, okay? His, his catches over the last three years have been consistent in the mid-70s. His yards in the last three years have been consistent. Uh, around 800, 850. But his touchdowns have gone from two touchdowns to four touchdowns to eight touchdowns. Last year, when he had his big breakout and everyone's like, oh, Zach Hurts belongs in the tier at, at, with Gronk and Kelsey. It was when he had eight touchdowns. If he just regresses a little bit, and touchdowns are flighty, especially for a team like the Philadelphia Eagles, who have plenty of options to get in the end zone. If Zach Ertz takes a little hit on that touchdown side, he falls right back into that tier with the Rudolphs, the Delaney Walkers, the Olsons, the Grams, the Evan Ingrams, that sort of thing. So putting Ertz right in that tier with Gronk and Kelsey, I think is a Fugazi move. I think he belongs in that other tier. Um, I wouldn't spend up to get a guy like Zach Ertz, although he will be a top five or a, you know, a top tier tight end. When I look at their schedule, Philadelphia Eagles, listen, their schedule is not easy. They got three of their last four on the road. If they're making a playoff push in December, they're going to be on the road for most of that month, okay? They're at the Rams week 15. That is a huge game, in my opinion, for NFC seeding. Interestingly enough, the same week that the Patriots and Steelers play over in the AFC. They got other hard road games at New Orleans, at Jacksonville. It is not easy I still, however, believe the Eagles are the class of the NFC East. But when I look at an over-under of 10.5, I pass on that. I can see them still winning this division at 10-6. and six. Listen, they could take a little bit of a regression. You don't know about Carson Wentz. Is he going to be back? I think he'll be back early in the season. But, you know, all of these are factors where I can see them still being the division winner but winding up 10-6. and six. I would stay away. From the 10.5, I would not put any shekels on that one. Next team up here. In the NFC East, let's talk about the Washington football team. Here are some thoughts for the Washington football team, okay? Remember, the biggest thing that happened to Washington is they lost Kirk Cousins and they got Alex Smith in the offseason. Now, a lot of people would be like, oh, Alex Smith, check down Charlie, right? I don't know about that. He had some time early last season. He was throwing the ball downfield. In that time, he was an MVP candidate early in the season. So he has been able to do this effectively. The question still remains, is Josh Dotson, Paul Richardson, are those the guys that are going to be able to do that? That's where I'm skeptical, although I have seen Richardson come up with 50-50 balls coming from Russell Wilson more than a time or two. I love the other wide receiver here for Washington, and that's Jamison Crowder. In PPR formats, I think he's a locked and loaded wide receiver three. I have him as, say, wide out 30. In PPR formats, this is going to be a guy who's working the slot. I think this is going to be Alex Smith's new best friend. Okay, I think he'll be easily the top target getter for the Washington football team. And here's the other thing. He was banged up a little bit last year with some leg injuries, okay? This year, everyone's saying he's looking spry. Chris Thompson talking about he's beating him in conditioning races in a training camp or in like mini camps, things of that nature. I think it sets up for Jamison Crowder to really take a step, really outperform what he did last year. I think Jamison Crowder can, you know, get you 80, 85 catches. He can get you 900 yards. He can get you five touchdowns. 
If that happens, you're looking at a wide receiver three. He's my diamond in the rough for the Washington football team. The Fugazi is Chris Thompson. Listen, everybody loves Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson at one point last year was like a, an RB1. But that was in PPR formats. And that was also when, you know, Samaj P. Ryan and Rob Kelly, all these guys got injured. So he was the last Beck left standing. That is not the case this year. The rookie Darius Geis out of LSU is going to be that early down back. And so here's the thing. Chris Thompson is going to revert back to his role, which is just that pass catching back, just that PPR, just that passing down, three, third down kind of thing. That still has value, but not at the level he is being drafted. Remember, he was servicing as a bell cow before he got hurt last year. This is Chris Thompson. I mean, that will not be the case. He is going to be a regular Decent PPR back, a flex kind of option. He is getting overdrafted, in my opinion. That's why Chris Thompson for the Washington football team is a fugazi to me. It's similar to like, you know, when we said Alvin Kamara is not necessarily going to absorb all the extra opportunity that Mark Ingram got or when he goes. He has guys like this, Alvin Kamara, Chris Thompson, Christian McCaffrey, Theo Riddick, Tariq Cohen. These are guys who are so explosive and dynamic that they don't need 20 carries, right? They want to stay around that 15-touch range. Like, think about Jamal Charles back in the day, okay? They want to stay at that 15-touch rate so, A, they can be preserved, B, they can still be explosive because they want to be able to have this opportunity, this weapon, for over 16 games plus. Okay, so they're not going to overwork Chris Thompson. He got banged up last year, so that's why, relatively speaking, Chris Thompson is my fugazi for the Washington football team. The over-under on Washington is seven. I'm passing on that as well. I'm not touching that one. I think the other two teams in this division represent more value, so I'm staying away from the Eagles season win total, and I'm staying away from the Washington football team season win total. That leaves two teams left. The next team I want to talk about America's team. I feel like I need my man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, sitting in that chair right there because he would be telling you, oh, I love them Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? He would tell you to take the over probably on the Cowboys. I'm telling you, that's cray. That's absolutely cray. The over-under that I saw last for the Cowboys is at eight and a half. I don't think this is a nine-win team. This team has Zeke Elliott and what else? Like, Dak Prescott took a step back. They lose Jason Witten. They lose Des Bryant. You know that that defense is, at best, an average defense, right? So where are they good? Yeah, sure, I'll give you the offensive line, but that's part of Zeke and that running game. If you're in a fantasy draft, honestly, who is the second cowboy that goes off in drafts? Like, Zeke Elliott is a first-round pick. But after that, who's getting drafted next? Is it Dak? Is it Alan Hearns? Is it Michael Gallup? Is it Cole Beasley? This is what I'm talking about. Outside of Zeke, there are no people that you could really hang your hat on in this offense. Now, maybe that's a good thing for a Dak Prescott's development that he'll be able to, you know, instead of force-feeding Dez, he'll be able to pick out the matchups a little bit better. Maybe. But I don't think so. I think this is a team that's primed for regression. Um... I think they're going to try to figure it out with a wide receiver too hurt. I think Ter- uh, Terrence Williams, Michael Gallup, Cole Beasley, even some others, like my diamond in the rough, will get some burn. But for that reason, my fugazi for this team is Terrence Williams. He was the clear number two, that wide out two, that wide wide receiver on the outside with Des Bryant last year. I think roles are getting a little bit more foggy. I would want none of these wide receivers, maybe with the exception of Alan Hearns this year for Dallas. But I'm not going to take any... Terrence Williams. I will say this, though. I got a diamond in the rough for you. And if you listen to your boy Speeds right now, when I say this person's name, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm officially off Speeds. I officially do not believe in Speeds anymore because he's bringing up this guy as maybe a diamond. And I understand that, okay? I understand that. But when have I ever led you astray before, guys, especially the stats over beat Cypher? I help you win your leagues and win that cash. Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin is a member of the Dallas Cowboys right now, okay? And Tavon Austin, I think, could be that Swiss Army knife in the running game, in the short passing game. Listen, he went from being in a Jeff Fisher offense. Look at what happened to Todd Gurley when all of a sudden he's not in that offense anymore, 
right, with Jeff Fisher. New change of scenery. This could be a chance for Tavon Austin, and I think he has some dynamic potential. He has the ability to be moved all around the formation, and that's important in the NFL in 2018. So I think his skill set could be a fit. There's a dearth of other playmakers on this offense. So... I think Tavon Austin has some viability. Okay, now, I'm not saying draft him high. I'm saying late-round flyer because that's what all these Cowboys are outside of Zeke Elliott, okay? Late-round flyer. Don't sleep. There's going to be a couple games, especially I would love them in best ball formats. There's going to be some games that Tavon Austin pops off for the Dallas Cowboys this season, and you're going to be like, you know what? There's that spitting statistician again. There's the vocal minority. I am in the minority on this, but I'm going to be vocal about it right now. Tavon Austin has some potential. Don't get crazy with it. But as a late-round flyer, I like that. I'm telling you right now, though, I'm taking the under on the Dallas Cowboys. I'm taking the under on the Cowboys at 8.5. It is way too high for me. I think Dallas is the third-best team in this division, okay? I think he goes Philly, the New York football giants, then Dallas. And I don't see Dallas as a third-place team finishing above 500, even if they go 8-8, eight and eight, which is what Jason Garrett has done a lot. Okay, the under is still a safe play, and that's where I would go with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, run, not walk right now over to my... My boys over at mybookie.ag, you can make the prop builder. If you don't agree with this, change it a little bit. Change it to like nine and a half and then bet the Cowboys under, all right? That's how you can do it. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, I got one more team in the NFC East to talk about. We'll talk about the New York football giants, and then we'll uh, shift gears to Major League Baseball in the All-Star game. We got that poll question up and a whole lot more. It's your boy Dane Martinez, speeds and spitting statistician. Come on back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-84. 843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Little 50 Cent, little G-Unit bringing us back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds. Spitting statistician, stable genius, vocal minority. You know what it is here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Big shout out, as always, to my stats over Beat Cypher. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow me at, at Spitting Speeds. Check me out on Patreon as well if you want to, you know, subscribe to the boy. Uh, what we were doing, we were talking about the NFC East. There is one team left that I want to get into, and it is the New York Football Giants. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, let's start. By being clear, anybody who's part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher knows that your boy Speeds, I'm technically here in New York, and I'm technically a Jets fan, okay? So this is not me throwing roses and bouquets to the New York football giants, okay? I'm actually a Jets fan, okay? So uh, I'm all over uh, reasons to trash the Giants. Trust me, a lot of my friends are Giants fans. I would look nothing better for them to continue to defecate the mattress so that I got something to talk about at the bar, okay? Let's, let's get that on the table. But I think the Giants are the second-best team in this division. And because of that, when I see the Giants' season win total right now over at mybookie.ag at 6.5, I think this is the best bet of the season win totals in the NFC East. With Philly, it's just too high at 10.5. you got to stay away from it. At Washington, they're kind of a nondescript team that have been chugging right along at seven wins. I can see them winning six games. I can see them winning seven. I can see them winning eight. I stay away from that. With Dallas, I do think they will underperform the 8.5 projection win total okay but who knows right I could see them finishing eight and eight I could see it being close 
I believe the Giants over six and a half is the best bet here in the NFC East. And here's what I'm going to tell you about why. Okay, listen, this team addressed the right places in the offseason, most specifically offensive line. I was saying last year about this team that it didn't matter. Last year, they were trying to get shiny new toys. Brandon Marshall drafting Evan Ingram. Okay, they were trying to get Eli Manning shiny new toys. What you really need to do. If Eli Manning is your quarterback and he is in the final stages of his career, what you really need to do is protect him so he doesn't go down in the fetal position and give you the aw shucks face. And they did that this offseason. They go out and sign Nate Soldier from the New England Patriots to play left tackle. They go out and use a high draft pick on Will Hernandez, the guard out of UTEP, okay? So they're helping that offensive line. Of course, they also go out and get Saquon Barkley. They get Odell Beckham back healthy. I believe that Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley, outside of Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, are the best wide receiver running back combo potentially in the NFL. Look at what has happened in the last, I don't know, three or four years when you bring in the big rookie running back. You know, the highly touted Ezekiel Elliott, his first year, yeah, the Cowboys show up and showed out, right? Leonard Fournette last year for Jacksonville, they had a huge jump. Todd Gurley for the Rams when he was in there, they had a huge jump. Why can't the same thing happen for the New York football Giants, especially if they have addressed some of the offensive line, okay? I think this offense will be dramatically different than last year. I think they're going to outscore some people. Uh, with that being said, my uh, fugazi for this team is tight end Devin Ingram. And here's why. Last, it's the same thing as last year. Last year, when you lose Odell, when you lose Shep, when you lose Brandon Marshall, Ingram was like the last man standing. Who else was going to get targets? Roger Lewis? Right? So he was like the best guy left. Now, you best believe Odell Beckham's going to get his. You best believe Saquon Barkley's going to get his. You best believe Shep, Sterling Shepard is going to be kind of Highly more targeted, in my opinion, than Evan Ingram. So what does that make Ingram? He went from being the first option for much of last season to being the fourth option this year, okay? He is going, in my opinion, going to take a hit in his targets, in his catches, mostly because a lot of that's got to go to Odell and Saquon and Sterling Shepard. So that being said, last year, Evan Ingram had 115 targets, which is a lot for tight ends. This year, I can easily see him getting less than 100 Odell being the target monster there. So I'm seeing Evan Ingram go as like tight end five or six. I don't think that's right. I would drop him down. For me, he would be the bottom of that second tier with Rudolph, Delaney Walker, Jimmy Graham. I'll take Jimmy Graham over Evan Ingram. I'll take Greg Olson. Give me Kyle Rudolph. Give me uh, Jimmy uh, Delaney Walker. You know what I'm saying? Give me some of these other guys well ahead of Evan Ingram for that reason. But I do admit... I do like the Giants as my lock for the NFC East to be over six and a half wins. Let me know what you guys think about that. As we transition and spend the rest of this segment here on baseball, we got the Major League Baseball All-Star game popping off real quickly. It's going to be happening in the next half hour, the next hour over on Fox. So the poll question I have for you guys is, if you own Manny Machado in AL-only leagues in fantasy baseball, would you trade him for 50 or 60 cents on the dollar right now? Because he's probably going to get traded literally in the next 48 hours, or it's announced at least. It might be done already, and they're just like letting him represent the Orioles in the All-Star game. Because, you know, they don't play again until Thursday or Friday. Maybe we're going to hear about this tomorrow, that Machado has in fact been traded to the Dodgers, has been traded to the Phillies, has been traded to Milwaukee, something like that. So if you're in an AL-only league, you're going to lose Manny Machado altogether tomorrow. So maybe you try to holler at another owner who wants to take that risk. And uh, see what's up, because if if he remains in the player universe, you have a huge asset. Big shout-out to Clayton Trahan, who's always there, part of the Stats Over Beat Cypher, always responding to the polls, says, I'm either going for broke and keeping him, which is one option. Don't believe the reports. He says, or I'm trading into a team desperate for help at third base or shortstop and get as much as I possibly can for you, but we'll pull the trigger right away. I like that, what Clayton Trahan says. 84% of you right now say yes, you would sell at 50 cents on the dollar in order to uh, you know, get something back from Machado before he goes on and just like evaporates. 
from the player pool. All right, so we got the All-Star game going up right now. I like the American League tonight. I think that American League lineup is absolutely ridiculous, right? And so uh, that's going to be the deal. I like the American League, and then it's going to get all started again. Remember, only two weeks left for the trading deadline. Machado's probably on the move. Will DeGrom go? Will Brad Hand or other uh, excuse me, other relievers go? That is the question. But if you think, if you're hearing buzz that they may get traded to a team in the other league, consider moving them um, in your fantasy baseball league. All right, here's what I want to do as we hit around the bottom of the hour here. What I want to do is I want to bring in my man JP the Night Owl. I got JP the Night Owl out there because I believe, you know, speed's a spitting statistician. I got my own platform. I was talking to my man Scott Angle this morning on Roto Experts in the Morning, and you got to check out Roto Experts in the Morning Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. It's your boy Dane Martinez. I got the King Scott Angle. I got the all-in kid Jake Seeley. And they were both in essence saying that, like, All-Star Game doesn't matter much anymore. It doesn't move them. It's not appointment TV. Right. And so I was saying, how about if we add some events? Because think about it. The NBA, they got the slam dunk contest, the three point contest, the skills competition. They do the same thing in the NHL. Major League Baseball, what do they got? The home run derby. And don't get me wrong. That was fun to watch a little bit last night. But I've got more ideas. JP, are you with me? Where's the night owl, brother, man? Chilling, man. How you doing? Yeah, buddy. Here's what I want to ask you. I want to ask you because, like, you're, you're such a millennial. You probably have only seen... Major League Baseball with, like, interleague play as part of baseball, right? Yeah, my whole life. So Exactly, which is absolutely ridiculous if you want to know the truth. But that's okay. Like, I think they made this change in, like, 1996 or 97. That's before you were born, JP? Yeah, that's before. Wow. Can we all let that marinate for a second? Wow. All right. So, but before that, JP, like, before interleague... You never saw it. Like, I'm a Yankees fan. I never saw the guys in the National League. So the All-Star game was, like, the only chance to see these guys, right? Now with Interleague, I'm seeing them on the Yes Network all the time. You know what I mean? So it's less, it's less uh, you know, special. It's less special. So I wanted to implement some of these new events, like a skills challenge. So I want to see. I'm going to bring. I'm gonna, I got four ideas. I want to see uh, how you like them. So first, JP, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you like the Home Run Derby? I'm a fan of the home run derby. I think it's better than the dunk contest, okay. honestly. So what, like an 8, a 9, a 10? What do I'll we give got? it a 7. A 7, okay. All right, so that's the home run derby. I'm going to see if any of my uh, ideas are above a 7 for you, JP, okay? Let's do it. First thing I think we should do is take all the fastest guys in, the major, in major league baseball. Take Trey Turner. Take Billy Hamilton. Take, uh, you know. Malik Smith. And I would, what I want to do is I want to have them take a lead off first base, and I want to time them going first to third or first to home. I want to try to prove who is the fastest man in Major League Baseball. I think that would be cool if we do some races, stuff like that, right, to crown not only the best home run hitter. I want to crown the fastest man in Major League Baseball, have them ra- racing around the bases or foul line to foul line. I don't care what it is. Have heats and all this stuff, whatever. I want to find out who the fastest man in Major League Baseball is. How do you feel about that, JP? I actually really love that idea. Do that you? would be so cool to watch. Right? I think it would be really cool. You see Trey Turner racing Billy Hamilton, stuff like that, and then moving on to the finals, blah, blah, blah. So the home run derby was a seven for you. What is this fastest man uh, event? Honestly, just off of what I've heard, I'm watching that. That's a nine. I want to see that. I'm a big fan. I'm compelling JP. I like that. I like that. But I got more, JP. Here's my next one. Let's take all the best uh, arms in the outfield. Let's take Yoannis Cespedes. Let's take Yasiel Puig. Let's take from back in the day Ichiro and Jeff Francoeur, right? Let's line them all up in right field at the warning track. And let's see them throw to, like, third base or, the, or, or home plate. I want to see who's got the best outfield arm. Maybe we can combine these and have, like, these guys racing around the bases and the right fielder is trying to peg them out at third base or something like that. I want to find a way to see who has the best arm from the outfield, who really has the best hose in Major League Baseball. What do you think about that, JP? I love these sort of competitions where Woo! it's just competing against one another in yeah. a pure aspect of the sport. That's what I'm saying, right? So, so uh, you like the home run hitting as a 7 you got my speed challenge as a nine. What about the outfield arms, JP? That'll tie with the home run derby. I'll give it a seven. A seven? All right, cool. I got two more for you. Here's what I want to see. In, in, in NHL, in All-Star Weekend for hockey, they put, like, targets in the goal, like one on the upper left corner, one on the upper right corner, down left and down right, right? I think they should do the same thing with the strike zone in baseball. And here's the catch, though. I don't want to see people. I don't need, you know, I don't want you throwing out your arm. You don't need to throw 101 miles an hour, all that stuff. What I want to see is who can hit those targets 
with their breaking ball, breaking ball command as the event. So you line up some of the best curveball pitchers out there and see who can hit those targets with a curveball and see who has the best command or accuracy with their off-speed pitches. What do you think, JP? I think that's just below the home run derby, okay. so I'll give it a six, but that's a, that's a cool idea. Listen, I ain't mad at you, brother man. Like All of them can't be amazing, right? So I hear you. I hear you. You got that one a little bit lower. Here's my last one for you, JP. You know how everyone wants to outlaw the shift these days? The shift is taking over, three people on the right side, all that stuff. I want to have a beat the shift game. Let's, let's line all the fielders up there, or let's have places in the field that they have to hit, like targets, right? And see who has the best back control. Who can go opposite field on command? Who can hit a target out there in opposite field? Who can pull it whenever they want? I would kind of have, like, different targets and have them, like, have to go in order and hit targets and see, like, how many pitches it takes them to go nail all the targets in sequential order. Something, something like that where they have to basically show their kind of ability to you know, control their bat and go opposite field or pull, that kind of stuff. Um, beat the shift, let's call it. What do you think, JP? I think that would drive the analytical people absolutely mad. Fair. And that would be the best Fair. part of that event. <laughs> right, absolutely, right? It'd be like, oh, StatCast says that the guy pulls the ball 87% of the time, but I want to see if the man has the ability to go oppo. Because if they do, the shift may change a little bit, right? And maybe even in that one, JP, you do think like a – they got to bunt down third also and got to, like, get a bunt, like, right down the line and, like, die in a specific area in the infield or something like that. I'm thinking about hitting targets and showing back control as an event. So, JP, the speed event, the outfield arms, the off-speed pitch command, or the batter, like, oppo-pull kind of, uh, how, do you, how would you rank these ideas? This is the platform of speeds to improve all-star game festivities. All right, I'll go definitely number one is the speed competition. You like to see who's the fastest guy that, in Major League Baseball. That's an awesome, awesome idea. Okay. And then I'll go with the outfield arm competition. I would love to see guys get lasered down. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wouldn't it be, imagine awesome. Ichiro back in the day, like hosing people. Yasiel Puig has a great arm. I would love to see Cespedes has a great arm. I'd love to see Cuban guys battle it out, Puig and Cespedes. That would be awesome. But go ahead, JP. That's must-watch baseball. Right. And then I'll go with the pitching competition. That okay. would be awesome to see some cool. really cool control. Cool. And then the last one would be the um, the shift competition. Last one would be the shift competition. And you think, like, think about this. Like, in the same way that the NBA makes kind of like all-star Saturday night, you know, with the dunk competition, the three-point contest, wouldn't it be cool if, like, last night it was not just the home run derby, but they were running these races in the outfield and they were doing pitch command and stuff like that? It would turn it into a bigger event, JP, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'd be must-watch television for these big baseball fans, too. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Thank you so much, JP. JP is the man over here tonight. Out holding us down here in the fantasy pit of misery. Dilly dilly to you, JP. If you're down there in the chat room, okay, if you're watching stats, uh, if you're watching with the stats overbeat cipher, if you're watching fantasy freestyle and you want to, you know, tell me what you think. What event would you like the best? Are any of these doable or are they all crazy if you have any thoughts hit me up on twitter as well at spitting speeds you know the number you know the name you know what to do to holler at your boy spitting speeds right now though uh 84 of you say yeah you need to flip manny machado while you still can if you are in an al only league the last piece that i'll mention as we go forward into the boys of summer I got a funny story for you guys. It'll be me putting the fun and functional sports content. The New York Yankees have an affiliate. Their triple, uh, their single A affiliate um, is in Staten Island. They're the Staten Island Yankees. And you may not know about this if you're here in New York. In New York, about two years ago, there was a viral video, okay? You saw like a rat literally dragging a full slice of pizza down the subway steps. It went viral. You could check it out. Pizza rat. Okay, this guy literally, uh, by guy I mean rat, dragging a full slice of pizza down the subway stairs. Well, when this happened two years ago, the Staten Island Yankees said that uh, they promised that they were going to do something to honor this event, this viral event that happened in New York City. Well, this year, uh, starting this week, for Saturday home games for the Staten Island Yankees, they will not be known as the Staten Island Yankees. They will be known as the Staten Island Pizza Rats with the slice of pizza being the Y of New York. Okay, they're going to honor the, the Pizza Rat. And uh, they're going to be the Staten Island Pizza Rats on Saturday games 
at home throughout the rest of the swamp the summer. I think it's uh I think it's pretty cool. I might go out there and try and buy a New York Pizza Rat logo, a hat or a shirt. You know, I'm reminded over there in Jersey, they did the same thing in New Jersey. They are being known on Friday nights. I think it's the Trenton Thunder, also a New York Yankees affiliate. They are being known as the uh, Trenton Taylor Hams during uh, Fridays in the summertime, kind of a an homage to a very popular New Jersey, uh, I don't know, food, you know, that goes down in diners across the state. So the Yankees affiliates are kind of having fun with it on weekends throughout the summer. In Staten Island, you can go see the Pizza Rats, and in Trenton, you can see the Taylor Hams. When we come back here, though, on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to put the fun and functional sports content. I got a rap remix to go. I got to ask Danny. I got to ask Danny. I got to ask JP about some of these dances that I'm seeing, their origin and a whole lot more. We're going to make it pop off, no pun intended, with my man Danny Otto. Come on right back. It's Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Your boy Dave Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician. I'll be right back. Come join me. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. We on a war tour with Muhammad, my man, going into every place with the mic in my hand. Right. That's a little Tribe Core Quest for that ass as we come on back on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Big shout out to a Tribe Called Quest. Rest in peace, Fife Dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's keep it moving here. If you're part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, if you know about Speeds the Spitting Statistician, Stable genius, vocal minority. Big shout out to Jilly Dilly out there. I hope you're listening. I hope you're watching. Rocking the shirt for you. Sorry, Kenneth Cashman and Rotoware. I got to get this in rotation as well. All right, but don't worry about it. Yo, Kenneth Cashman, I'm going to be hitting you up in a little while. We're going to do another little verse together, something like that. All right, we're going to make it pop off. I want to start here. And listen, I want to hear from my guys down there in the fantasy pit of misery because y'all are going to help me out on this. Danny Otto, JP, the Night Owl, y'all need to help me out on this. A few things. Because you guys are like, you know, the young millennials and the video game players and that sort of thing. So I got two stories for you guys. One, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Second-year wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of people like him. I'm a little bit lower on him than others. People think he's a wide receiver, too. I think he's a wide receiver, three. Okay? Don't forget, he popped off last year when Antonio Brown was out for a couple of games. Okay? Antonio Brown is going to get his. Le'Veon Bell is going to get his. And even amidst reports, they couldn't come to that long-term deal. He's going to play under the franchise tag. Le'Veon Bell, that is. This is a guy, he's gonna, he could sit out all of preseason. I don't care. If he's ready for week one, I'm starting him in my lineup. And you should, too. But Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, JP, do I got my night owl with me? Or Danny Otto? Who do I got? Got us both. Yeah, buddy. All right, so Juju Smith-Schuster has changed endorsements. Listen, Juju Smith-Schuster has a six-figure endorsement deal with an eSports brand called HyperX. What HyperX does is uh, they make, like, you know, gaming headphones and headsets and stuff like that. And uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is their spokesman now. And I just think it's crazy. Like, we talked about, you know, years and years ago. You know, people would endorse, you know, you'd be like a sneaker spokesperson, right? You'd have your Adidas or your Nikes or whatever the case may be. And then we see, you know, you see Peyton Manning doing Papa John's and stuff like that. You see people being spokespeople and um, kind of endorsements all over the place. But I have never heard of this. I have never heard a professional athlete in the top, like, big-time sports, a football player, a baseball player, a basketball player, endorsing an eSports company or a gaming product. And I know that Danny Otto down there, I know JP down there, you guys play, you know, you guys play the nine-night, the three-night, the seven-night, whatever it's called. And uh, 
What do you think about this? Do you think there's a market here for athletes to endorse, I don't know, gaming equipment? Danny, let me start with you. Like, have you ever heard of something like this, an endorsement or a spokesman for, like, a gaming controller or headset or something like that? I mean, there's always been stuff around the Madden games. Okay. You can, you, that's an endorsement right there. They definitely get paid to be, like, to be the on cover the cover guy of the Madden. And there's always, like, special edition Madden yeah. bundles and stuff like that. Like, but that this was guy is endorsing, early. like, products. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. But, I mean... Look at every even Odell Beckham. Uh, he he endorses Beats, which sure. are just they're just headphones sure. without a headset. Like I okay. mean, it's very similar. I just listen. This is all you know. Like I said, the seven night is all really new for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The two night, the eleven night, whatever it's called. We were just watching uh, Fortnite on on ah, Twitch down here. Fortnite, actually. yes, yes, yes. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And then you know what, Danny? So enough about Juju. Um. <laughs> You bring me to my next topic. Here's what I wanted to ask you, and you may, you may get where I'm going with this. In the uh, World Cup, Antoine Griezmann of France, okay, uh, when he scores a goal, I'm going to show you what his dance is, okay, Danny? Right. You're watching the camera? Yep. This is his dance when he scores a goal. He goes like this. <laughs> That's right. You know where I'm going with this, Danny. You know where I'm going with this in the seven night, right? <laughs> then... I've also heard, I've also heard out there, right, that like there's other uh, dances that happen on the eight night, right? Um, is there, I'm 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 under the impression, am I right, that this whole thing, did this is this a seven night dance? Yeah, it, that, that's a seven night dance as well. Interesting. Uh, Kylian Mbappe, one of the biggest guys, he like when he scores, he does like some pose like this. Is that a Fortnite thing too? I don't think so. No. Okay. No, no, no. What's a disco fever? Danny, is that a dance? Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. I get J JP is actually mimicking the dances. Yeah, we got to get JP up here, up here in Studio 34 live, not from Rock and Riley's, from Versa, uh, and all the things that go around that as well. But I got to get a demonstration. And here's the other thing that it came, here's where it came to me. They were, again, on the World Cup. They were doing this thing like, oh, like having kids interview the players. Or maybe it was for the All-Star game or whatever here. And they were like kids interviewing the players. And one of the questions the kid asked was, what's your favorite Fortnite dance? And the guy said, uh, the Disco Fever is his favorite Fortnite dance, whatever it was, right? And I was like, wait a second. All these dances come from Seven Night? So yeah. tell me a little bit more about this, Danny. Like, when are characters dancing and celebrating in Six Night? Well, you can you can trigger that. Usually, it's it's, okay. it's like a taunt or or oh, like at the end when you're nice like, when like you're a sack the winner. dance. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Like you won and and you're celebrating. Or if you're just like standing out in the open and you're like trying to get somebody to try to shoot at you or something. Oh, you can like draw people in. Yeah, you can draw people in by going like this. Yeah. Oh, okay. When you want to shoot somebody that was <laughs> listen, I don't disagree with you. In Danny. a video game, let's say it. Let me let me preface it with that. In a video. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I like your disclaimer. Um, how many dances are there? I don't know. J There's a lot. There's Danny, a lot, really? Do you know, do you know the number? No? Uh, he's going to turn on his mic. Turn your mic on. Hit me up on the Stats Over Beats cipher down there in the chat room. If you know the answer to this, I need to know. Hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. Hit me up in the chat room. How many different dances are there in 13 Night, for goodness sakes? <laughs> I need to know because uh, here's the thing. I got some, uh, JP, you remember last week when we were doing... Uh, what was the Trap Game Maestro song we were doing? Was it Riding Girly? I think yeah, it was Riding, Riding Girly. Girly. I was over here flossing a little bit, right? And I got some feedback about my floss. And I didn't know how many dances there were that came from Seven Night, you know? And so, uh, how many dances are there, JP? There's a lot. I There's a lot? guess 50 or 60. Really? Yeah. Oh, we got to do something with this. We got to do something with this. Danny, maybe I'm popping off. Uh, can we have like a, a Fortnite dance contest or something where like we all try to do the dances and we get judged or something like that? Yeah, I mean, maybe we can make we it need even to do easier this. than that. Like we can have people submit them. Yes. Yo, right now at Spittin' Speeds, okay? If, if I, I promise you, if you send me a tape or a clip of you doing a Fortnite dance at Spittin' Speeds, at Danny, at Poppin' Off, at Danny Auto, if they send, if anybody from the Stats Overbeat Cypher, Jilly Dilly, Lance Davis, Strong Style, Clayton Trahan, the unicorn out there, if you do any seven-night dances, send the clip 
at Spittin' Speeds, at Fantasy Radio, at Poppin' Off, at Danny Auto. We will be sure to uh, integrate them into the show, right, Danny? Absolutely. Yeah, we got to do this, and you guys got to teach me more. So maybe, JP, what we might have to do in an upcoming episode of the Fantasy Freestyle, when we put the fun in functional sports radio, I may need uh, a little tutorial on some of these six-night dances. You got it. Thank you so much, sir. All right, another thing that we got to do here, I told you about the Trap Game Maestros and their remixes. Uh, JP, last, last week we did Riding Girly. This week is a little bit different. The player that is being focused on is Amari Cooper. You may have heard the Eminem song, Forgot About Dre. Well, this is going to be Forgot About R.A. I want to play it. JP, I want to hear what you think. And then we want to compare it against the other Trap Game Maestro song, Riding Girly, that we heard last week. So this is Trap Game Maestro's, my boy, Young Kaz, The Effect. Big shout out to them. The stats over beat Cypher members for sure. Forgot About R.A., Set to uh, Eminem, forgot about Dre. Let's let's make that pop. I'm gonna do some six night dances. <laughs> Hold the phone. We got Young Kaz and MC Lacey on another blazing hot track. Y'all know me. No crap tree, but I've been low-key Running routes, I'm covered, can't get open no all free One catch, my point's three But now, I broke free Putting up 40 damn points Okay, see, mad at me Because I, I can finally ones. afford to provide my fantasy in weekly Kinda critical, like a lake to a cobra shack Like Zeke with the ball or a Dak Cross my routes like the bridge when the car gets another back injury Y'all think I'm stuck the whole season? For no reason? Derek Carr's pretty much Drew Breeze Who you think taught Mr. Crabtree? Who you think blew through the AFC? Easily, Broncos can get the D. Melvin for the LAC. Gonna wish AC never entered in the league. Gave you a tape full of dope plays to scroll through when you're beating your wood. And when your team last week wasn't doing too good, who the doctor they told you to go see? Y'all better put me on your team. All the drafters that said that I turn flop, give them cough drops, cause I'm already the reason your team doesn't need to spray a breeze. So trade me, drop me. Y'all know it would be foolish. Y'all gonna keep trying to hate on me and turn me back to the old me. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they know just who to play, but nothing works out when they make their picks. Just a bunch of swing and miss, and all these owners act like they forgot Amare. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they know just who to play, but nothing works out when they make their picks. Just a bunch of swing and miss, and all these owners act like they forgot Amare. So what do you say? When yeah, you know what it is. You can drop that a little bit now. But the guy that you're against plays him anyway. Want to blame him, but know that you'd be scapegoating. All right, so JP, two questions for you. One... Describe Forgot Amare and compare it to our song Riding Girly from last week. Two, how do you like my seven night dances? Love your dances. Thank you, sir. A little bit of work and you're going to be a professional. Oh, I can't boy. wait. I, listen, I'm ready to receive the tutelage <laughs> from all the eight night players. And then I'll definitely, I'll say Riding Girly was the better song. Okay. But these, these guys, they got bars. Yeah, man. They have good lyrics. Yeah, man, and here's the thing. They incorporate legitimate results and action from fantasy football. JP, literally, the turnaround time on this was sick, okay? They would literally hit me up and tag me in something like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday about the stuff that literally just happened last week, you know? And they would also use kind of my voice from fantasy freestyles, like their intro, their lead-in, their outro, whatever the case may be. So big shout-out, as always, to the Trap Game Maestros, Young Kaz, The Effect, and the crew out there. We're going to try and get them on on Fantasy Freestyle for football season as well. We only got a couple minutes left here on the Fantasy Freestyle. The All-Star Game is about to pop off. American League, I'm heavy with him. Uh, Manny Machado is going to be in, on the move, in my opinion, I think, by the end of the week. By the time I talk to y'all next week, Manny Machado, in my opinion, I think he's going to be a Dodger. He may also wind up in Philadelphia, but he will be on a National League team. So if you have him in an AL-only league right now, you need to sell, sell, sell. All right, uh, Danny Otto... The last person I want to talk to here, Danny, we got popping off this week. And Danny, it, it seems to be a big time event on like the popping off culture calendar. I saw that uh, Comic-Con was going on in San Diego, right? It is. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2018 starts. Uh, actually, the preview night is tomorrow night. All um, right. But the, the first actual day is Thursday. So day after us. So talk to me about Comic-Con, man. Talk to me about what, what is this like? You know, I've never been to this kind of festival before. Like, am I going to see, if I went, and, you know, it's in New York where, like, in the fall, I believe? Uh, yeah, uh, October 20-something. Sure. Okay, yeah. so around of October. Yeah. So interesting, it's around Halloween. Leading up to Halloween, it's the, it's the last uh, right. weekend. It's the yeah. weekend before Halloween? Yep. 
Okay, because that's what I was saying. I was thinking, like, if I see all these people walking around the Jacob Javits Center, am I going to see a lot of costumes if I went to Comic-Con? Yeah. But okay. way better than than just, like, a Halloween costume. Like, these people yeah, take it'll be, the entire year. There'll be time put into work. it. Yeah. They're, I, I, the first time I ever went to New York City Comic-Con was last year. That actually right. kicked off. With our guy old, Nando DeFino, and right. then that's where Popping Off with the birthed right. from. Basically, um, and uh, yeah, I was blown away by by the, the type of costumes and, and stuff that they they were able to make. All right, so own. what else am I going to see though, Danny? Like, I've never been there, right? Uh, what is something that would surprise me if I went to Comic Con? Uh, well, there are a lot of really cool like panels and and like previews for movies and TV shows and stuff like that. So you can you can kind of and a lot of that stuff's free. So you just have to line up, and as long as you make it in, you get to watch it. So like, there nice. might be. Like uh, previews for movies, there may be like previews for new Marvel series, TV shows, right. like tons of stuff like that. I mean, really? Yeah, they have. I mean, they have everything. They have panels with really big actors and stuff like that from Marvel movies or comic book movies. Yeah, or I saw like one that. clip that I really love. I was a big fan of uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yep. And one year they like did a live performance of uh, "The Dayman," <laughs> "Fighter of the Nightman." And they had the whole crowd, like, clapping and, you know, the whole time with them. I thought that was really cool. All right, so it sounds like it's a fun time. Uh, are you guys talking about it on Popping Off this week? We are. We're going uh, all in, basically, and previewing uh, all the upcoming stuff that you can kind of find. A lot of really cool things that they do is, you know, a lot of people can't make it to San Diego. We're on the East Coast. We can't make it. So they share a lot of their material with, like, stores, other stores like that. Oh, okay. So, uh we're, we're going to preview a lot of the stuff that you can kind of pick up if you can't make it to San Diego. Nice. Fair enough. That sounds good. Again, big shout out to my Stats Overbeat Cypher, guys like Strong Style Ninja, who I hear. Uh, Danny, you were saying he, uh, he's on his honeymoon? He is. Ah, oh, man. So he's not in the chat room then, huh? He's definitely <laughs> That's the last man, thing he's thinking about right now. Man, Strong Style, I thought we was boys. What <laughs> happened? You in Fiji on an island on your honeymoon making babies and you can't tune into the Stats Overbeat Cypher and <laughs> Fantasy Freestyle? You know... Just like he did the night the night before his wedding, yeah. I'm sure he'll watch it back. All right. I got well, hit well, up by him. Strong style. On. Whenever you see this, congratulations again, my man. Uh, but who is in the chat room? We got anything popping off in the chat? Anybody uh, talking about my all-star game platform or anything else that was taken here from Fantasy Freestyle? How's the stats over Beat Cypher doing, Danny? We did. We actually had a lot of new people, and I'm trying Ooh. to reach the chat. Yeah, we had a lot of people in there today. Kind of uh, Everybody was kind of talking about like all the pitches you were given for yeah. – Re, like re, not replacing the home run derby, but in addition to, or if we'd like it better or anything like that. But a lot of people were ranking those. And what are people showing, saying? What do they like? What do they like? What do we got? I think the speed, the running the bases, the so speed like contest is kind of like yeah. Me and JP were kind of agreeing that we liked that one a little bit better too. All right, cool. Anything else we want to talk about real quick from the stats over beach chat room? Because obviously we only got a couple of seconds left, but it's the fantasy freestyle. Your boy Speeds can talk about anything. Anything else going on down there, Denny? No? Nothing else going on down there? Not really. Okay, fair enough. I know there's all sorts of things going on with air conditioners and curtains and stuff like that going on as well. You guys do yeoman's work down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Big shout out, as always, to my guys, JP the Night Owl, Danny Auto down there as well. Check out Danny Auto on Popping Off. I'll be back next week. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Peace, the spitting statistician. Let's go. Rate, review, subscribe. Hit me